In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. <clears throat> I'm a big boy. I can take it. If you feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne the guy gonna have some funny shit to say out of his mouth. Just because I say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the Donkey of the Day, but, like, I mean no harm. Well, donkey today for Tuesday, April 11th, go to the Dalai Lama. I said Dalai Lama, not Dalai Mommy. As you heard Drake say on that new record he put out last week, uh, Search and Rescue. Apparently, Dalai Mommy means do it, Mommy, or come on, Mommy, in Spanish. Am I right about that, Ida Rodriguez? Yeah, Dale. Dale. Dale, Mommy. Mm -hmm. Do it, Mommy. Come on, Mommy. Well, mm -hmm. if that's what Dalai Mommy means, then Dalai Lama must mean do it, Daddy, or come on, Daddy. Because yesterday, we saw the spiritual leader of the Yellow Hats attempting to get his freak on. What are you talking about, Uncle Shala? Honestly, I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't know the Dalai Lama's intentions behind what he did. I just know what I saw. And I saw that 87-year-old man kiss a little boy on the lips and then ask the little boy to suck his tongue. 
Let's go to CBS News Miami for the report, please. The Dalai Lama is facing criticism after a video emerged showing him kissing a child on the lips, then asking him to suck his tongue. This happened in February at an event in India. The video shows the young boy approaching and asking for a hug. That's when the Dalai Lama invited the boy on stage and kissed him. In a statement released today, the Dalai Lama apologized, adding he often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, but he added that he regrets this incident. Now we have the actual audio of him asking to uh, get his tongue sucked, right? <laughs> and suck my tongue. <laughs> now, that's nasty. Uh, that's an understatement. Now, I was reading an article in the Independent, and they were saying that online, uh, the Dolly Daddy's supporters were defending him, saying that the exchange can be explained by Tibetan culture. Okay, what is the culture? Well. According to a 2014 BBC article, sticking out your tongue can be considered as rude, but in Tibet, it's a way of greeting. It has been a tradition followed by the Tibetan people since the 9th century when the region was re was ruled by Lang Drama, who was known for a black tongue. After the death of the king, the locals started showing their tongues when asked to confirm that they are not like him or his reincarnation. Okay, The Institute of East Asian Studies, UC Berkeley, also mentions this in its 2014 piece. The Institute said on its website that Sticking out one's tongue is a sign of respect or agreement and what is often used as a greeting in traditional Tibetan culture. Okay, uh, for every digital D-head, all internet imbeciles using this as an excuse, y'all are missing the devil damn point per usual. He didn't just ask him to stick out his tongue. He kissed him on the lips. As far as I know, this isn't his child, his grandchild, a relative, just a young boy. And not only did he kiss him on the lips, he asked the young boy to suck his tongue. Is that part of the culture? Okay, I know it's part of the culture of one of my favorite TV shows, Dave. Drop on the clues bombs for Dave, okay? I love Dave on FX, all right? I was on the last episode of the first season, but season two and the first few episodes of the new season, fan-freaking-tastic, okay? I just got caught up over the last couple of weeks. But on Dave, Gator and Little Dicky are always talking about getting sucked. Literally, that's how they describe it. That's what they call it. I got sucked. The Dalai Lama might as well have used Dave's line when he was talking to the little boy. Somebody suck me! Yes. You know why this disturbs so many of us? Because so many of us have been molested by older people in our lives. Okay, including me. All right, I've wrote two New York Times best-selling books. I've discussed it. But for those of us who have been molested by older people, it's usually older people that we are supposed to trust. Family members, spiritual leaders, in some cases, teachers, people who are supposed to serve our greater good are usually the ones taking advantage of us as kids. So trust me when I tell you, the reaction to stuff like this is personal, okay? And when you got young kids like so many of us do, and you've been touched on before, the parental paranoia that we experience in those situations... I don't even have time to describe to y'all right now, okay? That's what my therapist is for. But trust and believe this image, this image upsets my demons. And in this era, where you can go online and read QAnon conspiracy theories of celebrity pedophile rings and Balenciaga when they got the ad campaigns depicting kids in BDMS attire and the child pornography court ruling papers, and let's not even start talking about the priests in the Catholic Church, okay? Which is what I'm sure a lot of people thought about when they saw this. Now, the Dalai Lama did apologize, okay? He apologized to the boy and his family and said he regrets the incident. No, you probably regret that the cameras were rolling. You probably regret that you got caught, okay? You don't just randomly ask little boys to suck your tongue. And honestly, sucking of the tongue might be more intimate than sucking of the meat. You sucking somebody's tongue, especially in this era of COVID and monkeypox, what's the COVID requirements in Tibet? All the 80 plus year olds I know to this day 
to this day wear mask around everybody, especially little germ carrying kids. But this man, the Dolly Mama, the Do- Dolly Mama, Dolly Malama, is willing to risk respiratory disease at his age because he wants to get his muscular organ in his mouth that aids in chewing, speaking, and breathing sucked. Ugh. The apology continues. Uh, the Dalai Lama often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way. His holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. Hey, man, maybe I'm looking at this through a Western lens or maybe I'm thinking about being molested myself and how that adult started in an innocent and playful way, as the Dalai Lama described it in his apology. Maybe I'm just an anxiety ridden parent who's triggered by his own traumas. And when I see this video, I say to myself, I would absolutely pistol whip any adult who played with my kids like that okay all i know is in this moment i feel like it's very appropriate to ask Remy ma to give the dalai lama the biggest hee-haw 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 you stupid mother are you dumb thoughts ida thoughts listen i completely agree with what you said i was triggered and you know i've been molested and it was just it was off it was reminiscent of what we see with the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. We also think about, you know, little children throughout the world that are defenseless when you, this man calls himself his holiness. Mm-hmm. And when we give these people these titles and we revere them in this way, then they are absolved from being held accountable for a lot of their actions. And, you know, you see that with the Catholic Church all the time. That, that was not cool. That was like a Freudian slip. Absolutely. Right. But what happens next now? Like, that's right. Does he have, does he lose his power? I don't know. No, you know, I don't know. You just can't say, let me suck your tongue, and you just stay there. Maybe it's different over there. I don't know. He's going to be right where he is. He's going to be right where he is. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes. All right. Now, when we come back, let's open up the phone. By the way, Jesus would never. You said Jesus. You're right. Jesus would never. You're right. Stop. All right. But let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's talk Benzino. Now, uh, the reason we're discussing Benzino is uh, we don't have audio, do we? Oh, we have Benzino talking about uh, marijuana and his daughter, Koi Larey. Let's listen. Because she's about 15, 16, listen to Chief Keith. She's smoking. I don't want her to smoke. Of course. So it's like, damn, like, we know, so I don't want to be the bad guy. You what age mean? you started smoking weed? 13. Exactly. Right. But, but, what but, you want your, but you do? want your kids to be better than You're you. Right. Yeah, we do. In th- it's in called theory. necessary hypocrisy. But you Ooh, also stop. I like that. No. Put that Say in that again. Necessary hypocrisy. I like that. All right. So we're opening up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Would you smoke marijuana with your kids? We're taking it out of Benzino. Benzino brought the conversation because he was talking about weed and he him smoking weed. And he probably, you know, seen his daughter, his daughter probably seen him do it. And she started doing. But we're asking, would you smoke marijuana with your kids? I think what he said is true. I don't I don't I, I got to look more into the term necessary hypocrisy hypocrisy but uh i think it's almost impossible to not be hypocritical with your kids right you know what i mean because you don't want them to make the same mistakes that you did when you was that that age even even if you still do it now you know yeah i never went home and told my daughter teenage pregnancy let's go (laughs) (laughs) but that is the question 800-585-1051 i'm sure like the first time i ever tasted a heineken was my dad my dad gave it to me when i was young my dad gave me bud budweiser though mount's corner south carolina baby the king of biz give me a heineken and i never drink budweiser ever again i I spit it right out i I drink bud ice i I was mad young i don't i don't even remember the age maybe 13 14 okay but we're asking you know you've been spitting things out of your mouth yeah (laughs) Yeah, but this that whole idea <laughs> suck on my tongue Charlemagne. <laughs> ah! 
Okay, NB Mama. All right. Now, the question is 800-585-1051. Would you smoke weed with your children? We're going to talk mm. about it more when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Donkey today is brought to you by the law office of Michael S. Lamisoff. Don't be a donkey. Dial pound 250 on your cell and say the bull if you've been hurt in a construction accident. That's pound 250 from your cell and say the bull. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.